0: is expressed on this webmaster radio.fm program or those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of Webmaster Radio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
2: Well, 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 my goodness. It's December 19th, and this is actually a real, live, new, up-to-date show with Todd and Greg. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. It's I'm really just bad. trying to think, when's the last time we even did a show? I bet people thought we just, you know, the show was dead, gone. It was. It's been a while. <laughs>
0: Two or three weeks.
2: Three weeks. Oh, it's been great. Well, and it's been... Uh, been a couple of conferences roll through that we didn't follow up on which is you know usually good for a whole show and uh Uh, two of them two of them well we did uh yeah there was vegas we didn't do a show during pubcon
0: no we did uh, one after it that was it
2: oh that's right and then chicago rolled along and then just been traveling and christmas around the corner and all the craziness of december
0: so yeah i'm looking forward to a little rest
2: Dude, I tell you, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just trying to figure out when I'm going to get it. It's just not looking. Yeah, to...
0: I'm going to actually work through the week after Christmas for the first time and push the little vacation back up into January. So
2: There you go. I'm going to be gone next week, and uh, that's about it. Then, then back at her. Oh, well.
0: So no show next week.
2: No show next week. Day Dang. after Christmas. I don't think we should do a show next week.
0: So it's pretty much you, and I want you to know, during the week of Chicago, I logged into the chat room, prepared to listen to your live broadcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, we didn't do it.
0: <laughs> or even call in, and say hi during the live broadcast that was supposed to happen.
2: Yeah, see, the problem with, with the shows out in, you know, Central and Eastern time zone is that the rock stars falls either at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, which is, you know, prime cocktail hour. So it really boils down to a choice between cocktails and dinner or doing the show. And so you were the
0: only show host that flaked, by the way.
2: Pretty much, yes. Great. Bad. At a well, conference about search. Dude, you could have pulled one off on your own. Don't give me that crap.
0: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good time.
2: Yeah, it was. It was actually Chicago was a very good show. Biggest and best Chicago show that they've had, and it was uh, it was kind of weird though because you weren't there, which you know just made for you know more rock star-ishness all upon myself. Yeah, you were and, the man, uh, I hear. Uh, Tim wasn't there either, so Matt wasn't there. Adam Lasnik did a hell of a job covering up there though, picking up the picking
0: up the pieces. Did he?
2: He did. He was uh, he was all over the place.
0: Yeah, he's just like a Google geek in training, isn't he?
2: He's, he's he's the next one. You know, yeah. when, when Matt finally comes to his senses and realizes that he doesn't have to work another day in his <laughs> life.
0: <laughs> the sad part will be is that all the cutlets will migrate over to Adam's blog.
2: And they won't. And the thing is, get...
0: I kind of like, you know, I like his posts on the Webmaster Central thing because good information and I don't got to read through 478 <laughs> Me comments too's. of crap.
2: <laughs> Pardon me. So at least at least for now, it'll get there. Though I mean, he's gonna his little following's building up pretty well. But it's kind of nice though, because you know you can still see him like hanging out in the hotel lobby, and people haven't quite figured out who he is yet, and
0: he's not right.
2: mobbed and cornered.
0: Yeah, his days are numbered. So
2: but, uh, oh well. So what's new and exciting, man?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you were at the show. What's the buzz?
2: The buzz, you know, as far as, like, buzz, there wasn't a whole lot of that. I mean, it was a really good show, but there wasn't any real buzz. I mean, the biggest thing was, the, you know, the announcements of sitemaps.org. That was got a lot of mileage. Um,
0: and of traction were you at the that. little terrorist press conference?
2: No, I wasn't. Really? I, was, I can't remember where I was when that happened. But, Why not? Um, I think I found out that it was, like, happening right now, and so it just didn't... Uh,
0: Uh, it's kind of weird, because that story's kind of really gone nowhere.
2: Yeah, surprisingly. You kind of expected that it would go, you know, totally explode, but it really got off track. I was talking to Jim Hedger about it, he's the guy that, that actually, you know, did all the research. Yeah, he's
0: the guy that's been slammed to death in every blog on the blogosphere, pretty much. Yeah,
2: exactly. But it was one of those things that, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about, and Jim's take on it was that the really the big story here is is about the botnets and how you know Google's getting totally gamed by organized crime and this and that. But it becomes a much bigger story as soon as you talk about terrorism. And but as soon as you say terrorism, then that becomes a story, not the whole clicking bit. And so the whole thing just it it wasn't it couldn't stay together as as the story. It's So it was, kind of
0: a so. not, But here, okay. So let's, yeah, let's get on the botnet, which is a new word, by the way, right?
2: Very, very Almost nice new little, word.
0: These little terms. But I guess, I guess my, you know, having listened to a lot of the the stuff on the initial case and reading through that, and nah, I didn't spend hours and hours going through the log files, but, you know, at this point it's Google saying, you didn't configure your campaigns right, and AIT saying, yes, we did, and there's bots clicking. But uh, what gets missed in all this is what exactly is Google supposed to do about distributed click bots? How do you actually combat that? That's
2: the question. That's the question. And, I mean, ultimately, I think the answer to that is that the only way to deal with that is on pattern matching, you know, traffic pattern matching off of the data that they have. Because nobody has that... um, that what data,
0: are you going to so. match it to? All right, so the fourteen-year-old girl that's in Texas who got in something infected on her PC off of MySpace. Mm-hmm. While she's in there chatting with her friends, her computer phones a service, grabs a conducts a search, grabs a click instruction, clicks, and even surfs the website for a little bit. A L I P. Normal. I mean, how how is how do you detect that as a, a poor click? Other than the and, fact and that that's, she didn't make any money,
2: real—that's the real problem. That is exactly correct
0: in in how
2: it, it's very difficult. And I'm not saying that it is detectable. I'm just my theory. I mean, you is know, I'm two years ago, it. I
0: was crit- I was critical of Google because of the proxy thing and how they were letting blatant stuff that's simple and easy to catch and identify through. But they've cleaned right. all that up. I mean, it's not, um, you know, it's not what it once was, it's a lot harder. So once you move uh, into the whole distributed virus-type clickbot, I just don't think it's realistically realistic to hold Google to the fire over that. And I think it's very difficult for somebody who gets hit by that to argue that they're fake clicks, because there's really nothing inherently uh, obvious about those clicks, for the most part, other than, you know, if you said you'd set your campaign up for... A certain country and you're getting clicks from that country when you're not supposed to or whatever that's a whole different issue
2: sure and so and that but' see that's what i'm saying there's there's going to be a certain amount of of that that just can't be taken into account by a botnet because because of the of the distribution factor, but for the most part, by and large, I think botnets are going to be fairly difficult to detect as far as how they're clicking, especially if they're set up on you know just randomly right. So the real, the real issues sale, that everybody the should
0: be on Google about are the the lack of reporting, because I will say that Matt's argument that we can't tell you because you're a spammer is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, I know that's the company policy and all that, but that is absolutely ridiculously stupid. And I, and I will sit here and tell you that there will, I, I bet in 2007 there's some legislation that happens that addresses that. The idea that you won't itemize the clicks and tell your customer what they're paying for is absurd.
2: Sure. That's well, and you just you look at the legislation that's coming down now. Anyways, I mean, not directly related to that, but with the FTC and word of mouth marketing and all that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 going down that road. You have to you have to report that, and you have to give. You know, if I look at my phone bill. I can itemize it, and if I don't think I made that phone call, I can dispute it. Mm-hmm. And you can't really do that now. And no, it's, it's, so it's, it's going to have to come out
2: in a lot more, in a lot more detail. And you know that they they have it all there. But I was talking to uh, Richard Zwicky, the guy that uh, is runs Inquisit, right? And they're tracking literally hundreds and hundreds of websites, um, several million unique um, visitors a day that they're tracking through their system. And so, and we were having a discussion about you know, I was mentioning earlier with pattern matching. Like, they they have, with the data they have, they're able to put together some interesting metrics on, you know, on average how much traffic is coming from search engines and what times of day and, you know, all those sorts of things. Right. And so I'm just thinking based on the data that they have, you know, how much, you know, infinitely more data does somebody like Google have where they could potentially <coughs> apply some kind of pattern matching to AdSense clicking.
0: Well, and the, biggest, the biggest thing that advertisers can do and the biggest message for 2007 should be don't put your crap into the network, right? Clear. I mean, you are so hard-pressed to find too many spaces where the conversion rate pans out mm-hmm. on the AdSense stuff. And it's better now because they, they charge you differently, so most people just absorb it in their overall spend and their ROI is good. They break it down and track it. That's clearly, you know, people aren't committing huge amounts of click fraud by assaulting the mother ship. That's pretty well battened down pretty tightly, you know. The, the domain parking thing, that's a whole other issue. That's, you can't really get out of that because that's considered search, and I think Google's screwed up for that. But in general, people are clicking for profit, and even if it's terrorist, right, they're clicking their own AdSense, if all the advertisers got together and just said no and unchecked the box, the problem would kind of fix itself.
2: Of certainly it certainly go a long way. But Ian, you're exactly right, though, is that everybody, people that don't, the problem is there's, there's very few savvy um, spenders out there. and right.
0: so, so the problem is the box is checked by default. It
2: should be yeah. unchecked. I mean, we've you're dabbled out. a little bit with content network. Uh, specific keywords, specific times of days, that sort of thing, and had some decent programs, but very highly monitored and very, very specific and not just turned on and left to run. Right. So, so the
0: other bull is just the amount of crap that's in their network. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing. They never really get held to the fire is, is how absolutely shitty the majority of their content network is percentage-wise as far as quality. You know, as as spammers, we love it. As web surfers, I hate it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of crappy, crappy made for ad sites that are, even if they're not intentionally fraudulent clicks, they just generate clicks from people who aren't anywhere, you know. They land on a place, and uh, so now it's down between the AdSense and the back button. AdSense is going to win that 50% of the time.
1: Mm-hmm
0: people don't know any better. But that person, if that's my ad, the odds are that they're interested in what I'm doing and it's just not there. And uh, I just always have found it amazing that, you know, Overture slash Yahoo can find a way to manually review all the ads that go into their system, but Google can't find a way to manually review all the sites. I mean, it's out of control now because they let people put code on anything. There's so many sites that it's tough to clean up. But initially... Seems like you could have a system where you had to get each site you want to put the code on approved, and the code the code could be tagged for only one domain.
2: Sure, you
1: generate it. You
0: type in the domain, it spits out a code that's specific to that domain, and that code won't work somewhere else.
2: Yeah, and the, but you, I think you're exactly right, though, is that when when Google opened it up, they just you know the problem for them though is that
0: is were about to go public, and they had to put revenue on the books, and
2: exactly they didn't
0: give a shit exactly. where the money was coming from.
2: And so it was like, let's just let everybody in, and, and just, we're gonna. This is how we make most of our money. So it, it still is, and that's has why to, it's exactly. It's it has to happen in volume. When when you, when Yahoo steps into stepped into the game, and when Microsoft's going to step into the game in in this coming year, they already have massive revenue streams outside of contextual advertising. So for them to say, look, we're going to get into the game because we have to, but we're going to play it a little bit differently. And be a little bit more selective, and this and that. That makes it just makes a lot more sense. But when it's your primary, right, they're not trying revenue to build an driver. empire on a
0: house of cards. Exactly. And uh, you know, but the upside, the other thing that Google had going for it is because their algorithms are a little better. Not only were they making money, the crap sites are polluting the indexes of their competitors and making them look better. So it's yep. a twofold strategy. Number one, it makes money, but the lion's share of the clicks coming through the crap is coming through pages that showed up in Yahoo's and MSN's search results. How funny yep. is that? <laughs> right? We don't want that crap in our search results, but we'll gladly participate in pushing it out there so it screws up our competitors. In a lot of ways, it's genius <laughs> when you think about it. Uh, but, it's... Uh... You know, I, I just don't know where this story's going to go.
2: You know, it may just wind up kind of going nowhere.
0: You know, and I, I listened to the recordings of the terrorist guy, which I, I'm not really sure how Jim got to where he could hang out at coffee shops with Iraqi insurgents, but...
2: Oh, uh, dude, it's Canada. What are you going to do? Yeah,
0: I guess so. But, you know, the funny thing is, and all, those, and, and all the recorded stuff I always talk about, and I, so I'm waiting for this list of specific blogs I can go look at. I can see Google, you know, running AdSense on and somebody's, man, nobody's come up with any real sites.
2: Well, and even the the examples that we have seen, just because the AdSense is still showing doesn't mean anybody's getting paid out on it.
0: Right. Orkut, nobody's getting paid, no terrorist is getting a check from Orkut Listings. This is not happening. Now, you could sit there and say, Google's an idiot for letting ads show up on that kind of content, fine, I'll make that argument, but, um, you know, that stuff's going to happen all the time with a huge network like that, but, you know, I heard talk about these blogs and what the money's being used for, but it hasn't really panned out in a way that I think is worthy of, you know, the, the press attention it got. Yeah. But I don't know. I've been out of the loop, no, we don't. so may-
2: we're just We're just spammers and... Exactly that. Out of the, out of the loop is really honestly how I feel lately. Just been uh, been head down, 100 miles an hour straight forward, and then I woke up today and went, "Oh, Yahoo did an index swap last week." Did they? Yeah, on the 12th. See, you're out of the loop too, man.
0: I've stopped looking at them.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's take a quick break here. Then I have some some sad news for when we come back, and then we can. And talk a little bit more about stuff we don't know about since we're out of the loop. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. Best of the Web Off. Now
1: back to SEO Rock Stars. Let's rock. Here's your host.
2: And we're back. I have I have sad news to report, man. Yeah? Poopy Gifts, our old buddy, the shipper of dog shit. Yeah. Shut down.
0: You got you it's know, here's the okay, the weird thing. Just last night. I showed my son the site, and we just laughed at it for a long time. He thought it was the funniest thing. You could send shit, so. And, and, and you can't anymore. Who shut uh, it down?
2: Uh, Health department? U.S. Postal Inspector has threatened to file federal felony charges, and uh, so he took ordering off the site, and he's got a lawyer. They haven't actually filed the charges but they're pissed at him because he has a lawyer. And uh I tried to get him to come on air to, tonight. Oh, he yeah, have a
0: lawyer, can't do that.
2: Yeah. Well, and, he, and he had to to leave for, he had to leave for a meeting in like 2 minutes so we weren't able to get him on the air. But uh, it's a sad day when you can't ship a box of shit across the country anymore, isn't it?
0: And what what's the law that's being broken?
2: Uh, he didn't say. That's he basically this other than is, the uh,
0: sanitary thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that could be it.
0: Wow, that so, is sad.
2: It is unfortunate, but uh, hopefully um, when we're back in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be able to get him on the show and, and he can not tell us what's going on and make his lawyer happy.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, interesting.
2: That, that's a little bit unfortunate.
0: And how did it, how did the government find out? Somebody, obviously, who's got a bucket of shit, complained.
2: That's the best question. That's the best question.
0: And I wonder how uh, it tracked back to him. Well, that'll be a great show.
2: I think it'll be very good. Um, uh, Seashell's in the room. Oh, I guess the postmaster general's daughter in Boston or somewhere got shipped some. So the postmaster general has taken personal offense to it, it sounds like. And uh, they won't. That, okay,
0: uh, now that's like a blog story of all time. I think so. Wow. Now, you I like think, it. You think that was done on purpose to screw him? Hard to say. Hard to say. But Daddy, uh, uh, he 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 was shipping it for
2: a long time. He's been doing this for ages.
0: Daddy, somebody sent me shit. <laughs> Can you go find that mean person? Well, yes, daughter, I'm the Postmaster General. <laughs> I can track down anything that has to do with the mail. Tombo wow.
2: 100 says to call it manure and he'll be fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't that is, that's true, right? So if it comes out of horses, butt. it's a product I'm sure that you can ship. But if it's a pit bull, it's <laughs> a whole nother story.
2: Oh, well, funny stuff.
0: Well, we might have to jump in and take up the slack, because that was the first thing my son said. Well, we could do that. <laughs> you got a big dog. Big Roddy could out there. crap in the box, and we could send it. <laughs> That'd be funny. So, maybe uh, that'll oh. be his first Internet job. So, perfect.
2: So, what? what's new on the Internet? We have no search news. It's coming up to Christmas. You, know, there is search
0: news. you heard that Tim Converse is leaving, right? I did. I did hear that. That's pretty significant news. Oh, there's a couple things. That, just because he's a cool dude and, and, you know, Yahoo seems to be having trouble keeping cool dudes. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of monumental. The other thing is the whole new dig. Now, I'm not a big diglet, right?
1: Diglet. And uh, like that.
0: quite honestly, I get a little tired of listening to the SMO people. Although I will say it's cool, we finally have an acronym for them because now it sounds more social media optimization, right? Ah, that's the buzzword of 2007. You guys remember I said that
2: SMO and botnet.
0: Botnet. Botnet.com
2: is for sale, by the way.
0: Yeah, I don't own it. Not gonna. (laughs) But um, the biggest thing is, you know, we've we've talked about all this, and we certainly have friends that are hardcore into the. SMO thing, which is great. and It works great for a lot of stuff. But I've always said, you know, it's just not mainstream, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Until it gets to the point where my mom uses Dig for stuff, uh, I just, you know, it's great for marketing tech stuff and all that good stuff. Well, the new Dig has a lot of new non-tech features to it. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Now, it still has all the assholes, Right. <laughs> Those well, haven't wouldn't gone be dig,
2: away. Wouldn't be dig without.
0: Wouldn't be dig without all the idiot people that hang out there and post on stuff. But uh, they have a video thing now, like YouTube, kind of, and uh, topics. Inter- you know, a lot of it's, it's going to be interesting to see over the next year how much of the 2.0 social marketing stuff really spills into the mainstream world.
2: Yeah, so. I got a bit of an issue with Dig though. I mean, in, in, you know, besides all the obvious ones, I met uh, Kevin Rose and his and his buddy at Foo back in August. Right. And uh, you know, they've always been looking for different ways to monetize the site. They're currently, you know, they're doing the AdSense thing and whatnot. And uh, I got chatting. I got talking to some people at Microsoft, and they have a, you know a content program coming out and. And uh, I, th- I thought you know a site like Dig would make a great content partner, and so I you know sent the emails, put everybody together, and Microsoft was very interested in talking to the Dig guys about you know ditching the Google Ads and putting some Microsoft stuff up there and, and whatnot. And uh, Kevin Rose totally blew me off. Really? Totally blew me off. So I'm not impressed. So I was kind of a Dig fan after Medium because he's actually a really cool guy. And then he blew me off on the whole Microsoft thing.
0: Wow! So. Now maybe can't take that personally. Most people blow off Microsoft.
2: <laughs> yeah, true enough. <laughs> right?
0: It's kind of how it goes. You know, it's 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 a tough thing to sell.
1: Yeah, I, will you sit down enough. with
0: me and have a conversation with the evil empire? <laughs> yeah, you know, more more so
2: than the, the especially the evil in Google. the
0: internet tech world. I mean, come on. Place is overloaded with microsoft haters
2: yeah true enough yeah they'd probably get slapped around big time if they swapped it over oh look you can get oh a dig shirt the new
0: dig store well you know the toughest thing about the whole microsoft thing is one of the things on our agenda for 2007 is you know, we're getting more and more clients that are doing the net thing mm-hmm. so i'm actually probably going to hire a net person
2: there you go. We have uh we're doing a lot of .net stuff, right? That, that kind of
0: pains me, but <laughs> you got to adapt, you got to roll with the flow, right? That's internet marketing, that's the whole thing. Staying long term means you learn how to do stuff that you don't really like doing because you have to. Mhm. You know. Like
2: going white hat and stuff like that.
0: Like the social marketing thing, uh, you know, paper click is becoming a bigger issue for us.
2: Mhm.
0: So, and, yeah, uh, well, which I'll been, be blogging uh, about later.
2: Yeah, and I see you're back blogging.
0: I'm working on it. I'm working on a nice little response to the, you know, have you you been following all the, you, do you know Dave Pasternak personally?
2: I don't know Dave Pasternak personally, um, which I think is a good thing because I'm, I'm not thinking highly of him after his last couple articles.
0: Well, even Kevin's in on it now.
2: And I do know him personally.
0: Yeah. Totally dig to do, but it's uh, it's like they had a company meeting. Hey, here's how we make money. Let's talk shit about SEO.
2: Oh, and by the way, office. we do PPC.
0: Yeah. Oh, imagine <laughs> that. So, anyway, I'm in the middle of working on a, a, a fairly lengthy response to that whole thing.
2: Excellent. I look forward to it. Are we going to see it before the end of the year?
0: You're probably going to see it before I leave the office tonight. Actually. Perfect. But uh, you know, I think it's been a while since I've. Pissed off people. I really shouldn't, you
2: know. Just there you go. I'm not allowed to do that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I've. I know. Don't you miss that though? Really? I, from time to time,
2: absolutely. The most controversial I get to do is get involved in, you know, blog tag.
0: Yeah, that was kind of like the gayest thing ever. But <laughs> I just hope that doesn't, you know. I'm just glad it didn't start in. The search space.
2: Yeah. Well, and then as soon as it hit the search space, though, one guy was all over it. Um, what's his name there? That uh, Michael Jensen that set up the blog tag tree. Yeah. Solo SEO.
0: And that, yeah. yeah. That, that was that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but not. I mean,
2: I, you know, I just go like, wow, I wish I'd gotten to it first. But that's just a lot of work because he's doing it all by hand. But, uh, yeah. It's getting pretty big here. I'm like, gonna.
0: Who has time to do stuff like that?
2: I have no idea. Well, Michael Jensen apparently.
0: I guess uh,
2: so. Drop the link in the chat room. Soloseo.com dot com slash blog dash tag dash... I will I,
0: I will say one thing about, you know, that I don't know if have you taken a tour of that product?
2: I have not. I was I was supposed to and I just haven't been able to get around to it.
0: Alright, so this dude's a pretty smart guy. So I, I sat down with him at PubCon. Spent some time, gave me the little demo and everything and um it's actually a pretty neat tool. Coming from, you know, a guy who's been a solo consultant at times. and um, it, It's pretty cool. So you guys should check it out.
2: I will uh, have to respond to that email one of these days and get set up on it. Yeah,
0: and just a matter of fact, everybody should sign up for account just for the fact that he took the time to build this crazily ridiculous blog tag tree.
3: <laughs> and when you read it, I
0: mean, you wonder why your offline friends think you're a total geek. <laughs> I mean, just seriously. Well, I just take this page and show it to somebody who doesn't work on the internet, and have them watch their eyes glaze over, and you, you just, it's just—it's ridiculously stupid.
2: <laughs> but we both did it. We both got sucked but in. We, and we did. both found other people. So the problem was, I, we had had the, we had this big windstorm last week, and it, like devastated the island. Two hundred fifty thousand people without power after this after this storm. And my, my nice brand-new fence that I built this summer blew away, and people's roofs and shingles were blown off, trees falling down, uh, like 100-foot-tall trees, cutting houses in half, just crazy, crazy stuff going on out here. And this, and then blog tagging takes off. And so by the time I actually get power and Internet back, I'm like, wow, there's nobody left that I know that hasn't been blog tagged.
0: <laughs> yeah, for, and for me, you know, I hadn't blogged in over a month. It was just an easy post.
2: Yeah, exactly. I Get you, you back. Look,
0: you know, when you're not in the habit of doing it, it's just you just jump at those things. <laughs> Even though you know yeah, exactly deep. I don't
2: I don't have to think. I've been given a topic. Right.
0: Oh, I can hit write and publish and here I'm back to being a blogger. There
2: you go. So, Actually, I somebody took a swing at me cuz I I wrote about how I wrecked my truck. Right. And uh and somebody and I haven't I haven't approved the comment yet. But uh, they basically said, you should take it as a sign that maybe you shouldn't be driving such a, you know, nasty, gas-guzzling, unenvironmental vehicle.
0: Oh, that's got to be a Canadian. I would imagine. <laughs> for sure. I do. You live on an island, for God's sake. How much gas can you guzzle?
2: I know. It's a, it's a sad shame. So I'm driving. So anyway, so the truck's still in the shop. I did $13,000 damage to it fantastic amount of damage to the front end of my avalanche. And uh, so they're they're dragging their feet. The insurance company took a while and everything. So guess what they gave me to drive while my nice, big, fully loaded avalanche.
0: don't say a Prius.
2: No, dude. It's like a 2005 base model Chevy Cavalier. Oh,
0: really? Oh, yeah, dude. How's that working out?
2: Oh, it's a piece of shit. I hate it. (laughs) It's a passion. Uh Uh-huh. But I'll tell you what, I filled it up, and it gets awesome gas mileage. So to whoever commented on my blog, I'm being environmental for the next two weeks at least.
0: Well, that's a, you know, that's a thing. <laughs> my car is more environment, gets way better gas mileage than what I used to drive, too. So <laughs> I'm making uh, improvements. Well, I'm getting
2: a thumbs up from, uh, from Mr. Intern here that uh, we could do with another commercial break and seeing as how we're not really in the middle of anything interesting let's do that and see what we come back with after the
0: break sweet
2: stick around seo rock stars we'll be back after this short break
1: The destination for
2: education and entertainment.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Because not everyone's last name is Gates.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: We're everywhere.
3: Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com AdSense now. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical fast and easy no software to install free unlimited support try linksmanager.com free for 30 days accept no limitations
2: commercials off now back to seo rock stars
1: let's rock here's your host
2: all right we're back once again for those of you just tuning in this is actually a real show it's december 19th 2006 and uh me and greg are actually both in
0: our offices
2: doing a show crazier things have happened
0: you know it's a lot harder for me to run out and Use the restroom and get something to drink. My the office I'm in now is much farther from the bathroom than it used to be. <laughs> now I can I barely make it during the commercial break. I used to have some time to kill, catch my breath. It doesn't work anymore.
2: How's the new office working out? Is it all finally all set up and?
0: No, not really. <laughs> Never. We just kind of gave up on that.
2: Cables on the floor and boxes beer in the corner. In the fridge and that's all you need. All's good. That's all you need. I am mean, I'm looking for a new office in the new year. I work in, uh, work in the suite over my buddy's garage, and my office is uh, basically in the kitchen. And really? That, uh, it's kind of getting old.
0: That's good. Yeah, well. You ought to come down here, dude.
2: I got some <laughs> Sure, for you. because I can afford to live down there.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> not so bad.
2: Can I live in your pool house? I wish I had a pool. Yeah, no doubt. Eh? Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think I want to move to the U.S. I could stand getting off this island lately, though. With uh, power outages, I ordered. I finally ordered an uninterruptible power supply with battery backup because more often than not, I roll in and the power's flipped off in the middle of the night, and my computers had a hard stop, which just isn't good.
0: It's not so, good.
2: What else? What else is happening out there? Uh, I'm going to go to search you know, that, engine land.
0: That's a good question. I mean, you know, I, I got some emails. We, we need to take some inquiries about upcoming shows. But I had somebody send us an email that basically said, you guys talk about a lot of stuff, and they want us to do, like, some kind of beginner, you know, like, really, what is mod rewrite, things like that. We could do that. And specific. Apparently, we talk about stuff, and we don't really ever explain what it is. So we <laughs> well, should probably we... tell everybody that's listening, if you send emails like that, we will sit down and map out specific shows on specific topics. Um, we just need to get, a, you know, input on, on, on what it is you think we need to explain to the world. But we should, you know, doing this blogging stuff, it's, it's amazing to me all the crap that gets written about our industry by people in our industry. Mm -hmm. You know, just getting back into trying to read all the stuff that's written, and it's just all such absolute nonsense. We have people just talking out their butt about stuff totally just to, I don't know, hear themselves speak. I
2: I think a new feature in the new year where we, every week, we take a segment of the show, And we round up, it's going to take a little bit of work and a little bit of prep on our part, which flies completely in the face of what SEO Rockstars is all about. Right. But a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, to once a week find out, find some of these articles and some of these things where people are just saying complete lunatic things or completely wrong, and uh, we're going to have to go start correcting the record, I think, on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah, or just, you know, can we count... I don't know, the thing about the blogging thing, interesting thing, Rand had a blog post saying how he thinks blogging is going to die off, right? Right. Like, share. So that would kind of mean that he would need to shut up, right? <laughs> how would that happen? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Right? What, are you take a vacation? That's the only way it's going to die off. <laughs>
2: yes. Blogging dies off. Rand Fishkin takes a month's break. Right. The blog world collapses.
0: <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do for um you know baiting schemes like the whole link bait hat bait drama?
2: Oh yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that great stuff. I and, uh, I gotta say I there was a picture of me with the whole hat bait thing going on, wearing a little little white halo thing on my head. Right. I haven't seen it actually surface anywhere yet, so I'm kinda fingers crossed
0: i'm I'm just hoping that kind of that those kind of strategies just die off this year. you know they're neat and fun, but we really have people now that are trying to make that their stick like I'm the guy that comes up with that's their, what they do. How does that translate into clients and money and those kind of things it's
2: uh it's interesting I was uh hanging out I met Neil Patel in Chicago for the first time right and uh, have you you ever met Neil? i don't believe I have he's uh, he's a really interesting guy he's, just, he's a kid he's twenty one years old he's still going to school, finishing up his his degree he's got a handful of guys that work for him. he owns the company and they all work out of their bedrooms. He still lives with his mom and you know all that good stuff and uh, um, he is really the master dig guy right and so we just sat throwing throwing stuff at him. We're sitting over a couple of beers and we just kept going, okay, well what you're in this industry or you're in this industry or your website's about this or whatever. You know, what could you possibly do that would get on the front page of Dig? And we were not able to stump him. Everything that we threw out there, he was like, Well you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. And and clever stuff that would certainly get dug.
0: Okay, so let's have examples. Because this is, this intrigues me. I mean this whole thing is Definitely something I'm spending more time with this year. Well, Not I think because I want we'll... to or I like it, just because in reality I think the whole concepts are kind of stupid. But um, like I said earlier, if it's going to be part of the mix, then I, I have to be fluent in it.
2: Exactly. Well, maybe we'll have to book him for the new year to come on, and we'll, we'll play that game. Because, well, one, I was drinking, so I don't remember any of it. And right. two, I'm not nearly creative enough to come up with my own link bait and dig stuff.
0: Well, you know I'm me, the, I'm,
2: you know, the, I'm the ultimate copycat the this
0: business. You know what I'd really like to see is like, okay, where's the follow-up studies of the guys? Because here's the stuff I see on Dig: Some idiot form about muscle cars puts up photos to an airplane that got damaged by hail in Canada in August. But the photos are dated in October... And then they get 120 digs, and their shit crashes. And then everybody argues over whether or not you can actually throw a frozen chicken through a jet airliner engine <laughs> without exploding the whole engine. So I guess my point is: is did that forum that posted that thing that clearly got something dug that was old news? Did they benefit from that long term, other than getting their server momentarily shut down? I mean, did a certain amount of those tech readers? Sign up and become a member. There just seems to be yeah, it's, a it's really disconnect. hard to
2: measure the value out of it. Um, you know, every, the, I mean, everybody talks about the value uh, out of that being increased links. So you know, you get something on Dig, and a bunch of bloggers read it, and, and then they blog about this new thing they found on Dig, and then you get a link directly.
0: But most bloggers um, blog the Dig post. Well, exactly. Right.
2: I and like. I like. I just I just clicked on the Dig. And it's probably changed since I clicked onto it, but the number one thing right now, like on on the the top most popular thing right now, 2006, the year of the link bait. (laughs) It just seems very...
0: Right, now we're digging articles on how people game dig. Yeah. And the total hands-off, you know, and the, the numbered list, 10 reasons this, top five this, I mean, seriously, they've all been so beaten to death. I I can't imagine. And, and is this all gonna uh, start over with in the other topics? That nobody. I can't imagine. I Twenty-five really
2: addictive flash games. Six hundred fourteen digs.
0: Hey, have you listened to the Dig podcast?
2: I have. I have. Uh, I watched. Um, I haven't listened to the the Dig podcast. I watched. Um, uh, Kevin Rose and one of his buddies—they did these these video casting things where they would basically, you know, once a week do an hour-long video cast talking about what was on dig that week. Maybe so it is a there video. I thought it was a podcast. Are they? Oh. I mean,
0: that's kind of a novel idea.
2: I have to actually log in to see the podcast bit. Dig Nation—that's the—that's the one. I know Danny over on Search Engine Land is is talking God, about so the weird. the dig podcasting bit.
0: Well, I mean I think you know see that has potential to me. The video and the podcasting stuff I think has much more marketing reach. You know what I mean? I mean, I get emails pretty frequently from people all over the world that just listened to a show we did a month ago. Mhm. With questions And some of that stuff actually turns into potential business because it lingers and it's there forever and, you know, it seems just like a, a better way. And I think podcasting fits into the SEO thing better in a lot of ways because it creates great sticky content, right? Yep. Imagine if you did it regularly and you archived them on your own sites and, um, you know, for people like me that are crappy typers, it's much better than than traditional <laughs> blogging. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. I, that's, well, I'm. I'm. You know, I was. I wasn't going to make the the comment earlier, but I was. I was impressed that you're working on a lengthy blog post. Oh yeah, taking working on that days. for a couple weeks now, haven't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, once I start banging, it goes pretty quick. <laughs> it's not really a speed issue. It's just more of a accuracy and a efficiency issue it takes a lot of effort but you know I think um, the dig And then let me ask you this who other than dig out of all the other me too sites out there what what's the player the you agency?
2: know well I mean I, I don't know man dig, dig is it My, I mean my space has been proven to be a limited value from any sort of marketing standpoint whatsoever. Yeah,
0: absolutely worthless. Nobody making any real money. A lot of people spamming the hell. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. That's kind of where we're at right now is there's all this neat, fancy stuff, feeds and a ton of stuff, and, and it's just everybody's grasping, like, and somehow this all ties into being the ultimate web marketer, and everybody's trying to get a handle on it all. Yeah. And so much of it, to me, is just a waste of time. So, I'm I'm in this mission to really try to figure out which one can actually, and I don't mean by using it as a marketing thing by making your career about talking about it as a marketing thing, because that's a whole separate revenue model.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: Because there's like SMO bloggers now, just like there's SEO bloggers. <laughs> so we have SMO experts that ultimately going to be those single-channel people that will try to take their channel and apply it to the whole Internet world. Yeah, and what happens when their channel... It's like the PPC guys, or yeah. even, you know, the organic people.
2: And, and what happens when their channel dies?
0: Or what happens when you get a project or something that doesn't fit your channel? I mean, I can think of a billion things that just don't make sense to be marketing on Dig. Or earning, in, you know, longer-lasting value
2: out of that. Yeah. So well, according to uh, stuff, according to uh, Jason Calacanis, uh none of it matters. You just build a website properly, Google will rank it correctly.
0: He, he's he's my prime example. He's like <laughs> asshole number one at the top of the list. I,
2: dude, I was I was so disappointed to not be sitting right next to you during his. Uh, his interview with Danny at the keynote. Well,
0: he he should, you know, and to his He's left, would be some on, representative man. did it. <laughs> saying the same thing. You know, it's this whole thing is I'm reading through this stuff that I'm, like, working on. It's like they talk out of both sides of their mouth. One of them saying that, you know, SEO is a waste of time because it's high-risk and spammy. And, uh, you know, and the spam results are making stuff irrelevant. The other side of their mouth is saying, any monkey could do it. All it's it's just five common sense. Go read Google Guideline, everything's good.
2: Yeah. Well it was it was great though. We were I was sitting next to uh Vanessa Fox from Google and on the other side was our good buddy Dave Naylor. And so you can just imagine the three of right. us sitting there listening to Cal Canis stand up while well, sit up there and announce to a room full of like fifteen hundred people, SEOs and SEMs and online advertisers and he and he goes, yeah, I think SEO is bullshit. And you just hear this gasp run through the whole no, crowd. No, I didn't
0: rip off Dig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: didn't oh yeah, pay for post, evil, but paying, but being a diggers to come over and dig stuff on Netscape is perfectly legitimate.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like that, that. you get that all the time, and it just it just oozes out. Yeah. So you know, it's, you know the interesting thing is I'm I'm digging through all this whole, uh, what's his name, my buddy David, his nonsense, <coughs> is, you know how many, pp, you know they're telling the world that SEO is not is a waste of time, and all the people that believe it are getting their asses handed to them, absolutely by their competitors, absolutely. It's interesting doing. Um, they spend a lot of time on spyfoo.com. Can you check that out? On which? SpyFu, S-P-Y-F-U.com.
2: I have never heard of that.
0: Really cool, scrape database of uh, both organic and PPC. You know, put you in anybody. Data's kind of old. It's not you know super fresh. But you can put in a domain name, and it will tell you how many organic listings that, and what terms any company ranks for. Because it basically is taking a database of every search phrase in the world and scrape content for it.
2: Very clever.
0: So you can run comparative stuff against companies who you know, it's kind of funny. So I spent the day running like did it clients through there. <laughs> to see, you know, how, how if it's really so easy, like why haven't they told their clients, uh, you know, hey, here's what you gotta do. And the bottom line is their clients are just getting raped. From an organic standpoint,
2: dude, this because, is so cool because I love they're it.
0: One, they're 100 um, percent PPC committed. You know that's that's it. So if you're in that business, it makes sense to scare people away from exploring that model because you now you're like a crack dealer. You get them hooked and they're addicted forever.
2: Well, and, but see, here's the thing: it's it's so short term to to try and. It's short-sighted, really, to, to try and separate PPC from SEO. If you do both of them and you put the data together, ultimately your end ROI is going to be significantly higher because you can you know, adjust your bids on a term. Let's say you can't bid into the top three for your, your, your big key term because it's just cost prohibitive. You don't right. have the margin to support it against your competition. You can go get the organic ranking, rank top three or top, you know, number one for that term, go ahead and bid to the top three positions on Google because you're going to drive more of your clicks on the organic side anyway. So you can, you know, if, if you put it all together, the end result is, is fantastic. And, and for the guys that did it to sit back and say, you don't need SEO, you just do these things and then let it run and then, and then just manage it all on a pay-per-click model, it's it's, oh, it's almost fun. a disservice.
0: Yeah. Type, you know, do a comparison between match dot com and matchmaker.com and tell me which one do you think is a data client. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna type those in really fast here. Yeah.
0: I'll give you a clue. One of them's in their their uh case, you know, here's the great things we did. One of them dominates for every major organic term that you could ever possibly think of.
2: Yeah, and the other one ranks for brand.
0: For bra- yeah, it ranks for has fifty organic listings and ranks for brand, but it sure they sure buy a lot of keywords. So, <laughs> and okay. if they are, and the people that are ranking are all spammers, that's pretty much the message.
2: So, wow, well, I've, I've been called worse. I can deal with
0: that. Yeah, you probably weren't around when Did It was first started, were you?
2: Well, I I, I was. They did Um, their
0: fair share of spamming and jamming.
2: Yeah, long enough to remember. Remember our our good little buddy uh, Jeremy Goodrich. Back in the day, he was. Well, that's the the
0: whole. Yeah, I mean, we should get him. That's that's the. Oh, there's a show, and he's independent. No, I think he got you know threatened with legal action. (laughs) But listening to that company chastise our organic industry and paint us all as spammers is so hysterical for anybody. That remembers what they did before they did PPC. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely offensive. Well,
2: there you go. On uh, well, we might have to we might have to dig into that a little bit more in the new year. And, I'm sure uh, by
0: next week's show that we're not going to do after I you know <laughs> publish the post.
2: Well, we you know what, we might well let's see what happens. I'm, well, I'm going to be out of town, but I might be convinced to call well, in if publish this post. They don't, don't post have phones in Seattle. Well, I'm going to be at some cabin out in in Cle Elum,
0: Washington. Well, that means the connection will probably be better than it is from the island. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Well, you you remember that show Northern Exposure? Right.
2: And uh, they were in in Roslyn. Yep. uh, Or in Sicily, Alaska. Well, that's actually the town of Roslyn in Washington, which is like right next door to Cle Elum. So I'm going to drive over there and see if I can have lunch at the Brick. Really? Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of interesting.
0: Well, that'd be kind of cool. So call from there; that'll work.
2: Well, there you go. Well, let's uh, get your post out, and we'll see—you know—how much of a stink you raise, and uh, if you know, if the iron, you know, if we need to really strike while the iron's hot, we'll see if we can't uh, squeeze a show in next week.
0: I might got to call Poopy Gifts and ask him for his lawyer.
2: There you go. Yeah, we'll bring his lawyer on. If he can't come on. We'll bring his lawyer on.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to follow up on that, and let's get the dig guy.
2: Sounds awesome. All right, dude, that's it. That's our show. All righty. Merry Christmas to you and yours and to everybody out there in uh, listener land. Thanks all for tuning in. November 2004, a brand new radio station launched onto the World Wide Web.